0: Real Cuff Radio is about to begin. Everybody loves a hero. I believe there's a hero in all of us. Welcome to Real Cuff. This is Sandra. Julie and I are here tonight, and we have back with us Robert Scriver. Robert Scriber has done our counseling session. He's done staying safe in an anxious world, unforgiveness, uh, fear. He's talked about, but, but we've asked him to do emotions tonight, uh, dealing or handling our emotions. Robert, are you ready? Are you ready for that? I'm ready to go. Okay, Julie. Uh, chime in any time that you have a question, but we'll All let right. him do this, and then we'll just go from there. So, Robert, go ahead.
1: Okay, sounds good. I'm going to begin tonight uh, controlling the course of the emotions or keeping them moving in the right direction is there's a lot for it to come to an understanding in some ways it's a lifelong process but we need to uh, be able to lay down some foundation and some principles that we can act on on a daily day basis that really does work and uh, I've always try to present things in such a way that uh, I use them myself so I can say that, hey, they do work because it does help me. And so tonight, I just want to begin by saying that um, our emotions normally are, or our emotions will follow truth. And that's our beginning place, uh, just to be, begin to understand how they're uh, active within ourselves. Within and let me just read a scripture that I can exp- expound on that a little bit. It's in chapter uh, 4 of uh, 1 John and verses 17 and 18. Uh, Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as He is, so are we in this world there is no fear in love but perfect love cast out fear because fear involves torment but he who fears has not been made perfect in love so fear involves torments which basically is saying that something will happen to me and i will begin to think that before before anything happens I will determine that I'm about to be punished because that's the idea of torment here in the scripture is that we are about to be punished so believing that whatever is about to happen to me and punishment is involved then fear will rise in me and so what is taking place is um, first of all i will quickly say to myself in some form or fashion uh, i'm about to be punished in some form or way and when i make that statement of i am which identifies who i am uh, then the emotions begin to come in and so what we understand is that it is our perceived truth that we believe to be true and when we confess it to ourselves or speak it in our mind or speak it out loud uh something bad is about to happen to me then the emotion of fear will begin to rise and depending on how bad it is that i think is about to happen to me it depends on how strong the emotion is and so what the scripture helps us to see and discover is that when our emotions are moving or talking to us it's it's based on a truth that i am speaking to myself and so our emotions follow truth so that in the process of keeping our emotions in a, in a way that is good for us, we need to understand that we will follow um, truth. So what two truths are presented to us on a day-to-day basis? Well, the enemy wants to take away my peace and my joy and the things that God has given me. And so he presents a lie as truth. And then God says no he says my truth um, is based on what I've said and what I've told you and my truth will set you free so each day we make a choice uh, sometimes not even aware of the fact that we're doing that but we make choices believing truth that the enemy brings to us which are lies but we think that they're true and so just like what the scripture says um, if i perceive something is about to happen to me that's bad then i may become very fearful knowing that i'm going to experience some hurt, or rejection pain or something that i know is going to do me harm and so I become fearful because I'm thinking on the truth that maybe the enemy has put in front of me. So how do we distinguish between the the two, what's a lie and what's truthful? Well, there are some principles and things that we need to uh, remember. The first one is this, that God is good. And this is what the scripture tells us. Uh, They came to him some pharisees came to jesus and excuse me they asked him why you call me good and jesus answered and said no one is good except god alone now jesus was perfect so sometimes we think that's kind of an odd response but what he was attempting to do them know that he was revealing the father to them, and he said, "Listen, there's nobody good except God, and then, and God is good. This is His character. This is who He is. And so, not God never gives me anything that's going to make me be fearful. And that's going to accomplish something that uh, I would be scared of. God is good." So the things that he does for me are always in my best interest, and they don't harm me. And so when I get up in the morning, I'm I'm thankful to the to the Lord. I'm thankful and saying, you know, thank you that you're good to me today. When the scripture says that His tender mercies are new every morning, uh, He's not worried about what happened to what I did yesterday. He knows. All of those things, and when I get up, I can say, God, thank you that you're good. I set my mind on the truth that God has given us. Now, the truth that God has given us, we can discover from the scriptures. The scriptures have been made available to us, and all God's promises are there, and all uh, all of his actions are there. And when Jesus came, uh, part of his... Goal was to reveal the heart of the Father. And so we see Jesus doing things that presented the Father to the children of Israel in a way that they had never seen before. Now, they had glimpses, but they had never seen it on a consistent basis. And here was a person that represented the Father, and he said, I'm going to show you what my dad really believes. And so everybody that came to him was healed. Uh, he spoke of truth and, and eternal life. And he said to his disciples, my joy I give you, not as the world gives, but what I give you. And so he spoke of joy. He spoke of peace. He spoke of of, of really good things for his children because God wants us to be healthy in our emotions and in our thinking. And so our emotions follow truth, and the truth that we decide upon that we're going to meditate on our day is going to determine how we feel. And we need to begin to remember that God is good what he's provided for us is good when Jesus was with his disciples at the Last Supper he instructed them and he took the bread then he took the wine and he spoke to them and he said do this in remembrance of me he gave the bread to them, and they broke it and they ate it and he said do this in remembrance of me he took the wine and they drank it and he said do this in remembrance of me and he was laying down a principle of how important important it is to remember what Jesus has accomplished for us. So we know that God is good, and then we take time to meditate on what Jesus has accomplished for us. And let me just give you a couple of things. In Colossians verse Chapter 1, verse 22, it says, But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. And to eliminate, or not eliminate, but illumine that a little bit, this was, Paul was talking about what Christ accomplished on the cross. And his death on the cross, which Jesus told us to remember, was, allows us to come into the presence of the Father. And God, when we come into his presence, sees us as holy and righteous. And that's what the verse is explaining to us. And when we read the next verse, verse, verse 23, he talks about that we need to meditate and come to a greater understanding of what it means to be able to stand before God holy and blameless but this is how God sees us and this is truth so when I meditate on the truth of God seeing us as holy and blameless and that I am his child then I can come to him at any time without fear without reservation because knowing that I can enter into his presence at any time then as I meditate on that and walk in that truth then my emotions surely are going to be guided (laughs) by the fact that I believe uh, that I am holy and righteous before him and this doesn't give me a license to go out and sin but it gives me the opportunity to come and stand and talk to a holy God. This is what Christ accomplished. And so his death on the cross does so much for us. Uh, it opens doors. It gives us the opportunity to receive gifts from God. And it just opens the door for us to have relationship with him in order uh, that we might know him and be and that we may come to have a better understanding of who of who he is so why did Christ do that he did that to accomplish exactly what I just said that we may have a better understanding of who God is and to have a right relationship with him now we can't do that on our own because sins did not allow us to do that And that was our problem it was always our problem because sin um kept us from god and that sin in us uh, would not allow us to have communion with him to talk with him to walk with him to to hear his voice and god said you know i'm going to fix the problem because bobby can't do that on his own but i'm going to fix the problem and so their plan from the very beginning of time was that Christ would take our sin and his death on the cross what God did was he poured out his judgment uh, on Christ and he, he he took everything it says that he took our infirmities our sicknesses and all of our sins and God poured out his anger on him and and then God was satisfied so God's not mad at us anymore or for anyone that has received the Lord Jesus as their personal Savior. And then he says, because of the cross that Jesus said, please remember me by, I'm going to give you, first of all, the gift of salvation. And in that gift, I'm going to give you the person of the Holy Spirit. And he's going to come in and live with you, and he's going to help you deal with whatever you need to deal with in your life. And he said, in because of that death on the cross, he said, I'm also going to destroy the power of sin within you. Uh, It's rather difficult to overcome sin when you have sin within you. So God said, I'm going to take care of that, destroy that. Colossians chapter 2, or yes, chapter 2, verse 11 says, In him. You were circumcised with the circumcision not performed by human hands your whole self ruled by the flesh and and was put off when you were circumcised by Christ well circumcision is something that is cut away and this is what Christ did when we received him as our personal Savior He came into our spirit and he cut away the old sin nature and in cutting away the old sin nature, then the power of sin was broken, broken over us so that we would have uh, the ability to overcome sin. And this is what he did. This is what he accomplished through uh, his death on the cross. So he gave us the gift of knowing God. He broke the power of sin over us. And then he gave us the Holy Spirit to live within us to be our guide uh, as we walk through our life and the wonderful thing about the Holy Spirit uh, is over in Galatians 522 and it's called the fruit of the Spirit. it's singular and these are the fruits of the Spirit love joy and peace patience goodness kindness gentleness self-control against such things there is no law so what is love joy and peace well those are all emotions and it's all something that we want to have in our life Um, I don't know of anybody who didn't want to experience love or to have the peace of God that passes all understanding or to know the joy of walking in his presence Uh, God is very uh, concerned about our emotional well being. So he said, I'm going to give you the Spirit of God as a part of the gift of salvation and a part of what Christ accomplished on the cross. I'm going to give you the Spirit of God. <clears throat> and as you walk with Him each day, then uh, He's going to manifest Himself. He's going to, uh, He's going to reveal himself to you and through you and you will experience the love of god you will experience the peace of god you will experience the joy of god and then he said uh, through the spirit is uh, love joy peace patience goodness kindness gentleness self-control and in such things there is no law patience is a way of thinking uh, gentleness is a way of thinking goodness is a way of thinking self-control is a way of thinking all of these uh, attributes that he spoke after uh, the emotional uh, part of love joy and peace he said, I'm going to not only help you deal with your emotions but I'm also going to help you deal with your thinking so that uh, as you walk through your life you're going to be Uh, emotionally you know a happy person and your thinking will be such that is correct uh, that way in the things that God wants you to do and so when we walk this way with the Lord then what happens is that we see uh, as what God says there is no law basically saying that we're not doing any harm to anybody and for not doing any harm to anybody then then our life is, is a blessing so let me go back over it real quick. Um, there's a lot of information there. One, God is good. And my meditation of the, on my day is that God is good and he has something really good for me. Uh, two, he made provision for me to be able to overcome the power of sin and by Jesus' death on the cross. And Jesus instructed us to meditate and to remember what he did. And so when we remember what he did, uh, as what the scriptures tell us, you now we can see that he has broken the power of sin over us and he has he has made us right to be able to stand in front of God and in Hebrews chapter 14 it says come boldly into the throne room to receive grace and mercy help in time of need and so when we have something that we're not familiar with and we really need something extra from God we can come in boldly into the throne room to know that God will give us that extra grace and mercy uh, to get help in time of need if we need wisdom uh, James chapter 1 says that if anyone lacks wisdom you can ask of God and he's going to give you a wisdom that he says what you need to do is know that you you by faith believe that he's going to give it to you and in doing so then you don't doubt that he's going to give it to you you know that he's going to give it to you god gives it to you he always does because god does everything he says he's promised a hundred percent all the time and uh he's never lied to us and he's never withheld his uh his blessings upon us um he has said in his scriptures that if you know how to, you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more Uh, well Heavenly Father give good gifts to you and in one verse it says the Holy Spirit this is Jesus was talking uh, to his disciples so we stand and believe in that truth as we go through our day and the more truth that we stand on that's good that comes from the scriptures The more we find that our emotions are going to ride that wave Uh, they're going to to be settled they're going to be joyful when something wonderful happens there's there's a peace that I can experience as I go through my day there's a love that uh, is in my heart that just uh, helps me to to love other people and it's it's not from me it's from God God knew that we couldn't do that on our own so he said i'm going to do it for you every step of the way and what i just need for you to do is to know what my truth says know the truth believe that and uh, meditate on it and speak those things forth and in doing so you will find your emotions will follow those things that you believe is truthful now you can believe the world is coming into tomorrow and if you believe that your emotions are going to go crazy and all types of things are going to come out Uh, but uh, even if that were to be true in knowing the things of god uh, we wouldn't have to fear because god's love is greater than any fear we can experience when uh, I was when I was uh, one day I was. Excuse me, let me back up. One day I was just asking God. I was saying, God, I know you love me. You prove it to me every day, but I want to just experience it afresh and anew. Just give me something supernaturally uh, more than uh, what what I've had here lately, and. You know? I just asked him to do that it was a prayer and uh, I knew he would do that for me and the reason why I knew that he would do that for me was because in Ephesians chapter 3 it tells us that we can experience the love of Christ that we can know his love how deep how wide how long how high it is and that this is something that we can experience and that's something that we can know and the knowing in this part was has been interpreted as uh, intimacy uh, such as between a husband and a wife where they know each other where they have sexual relations and they know each other and they become one but the idea here is that we can experience the love of christ that's it's not something for you know, when we get to heaven it's for today and we can experience it and l- discover it and know how how wonderful it is. And he says it's for every believer to have, have that knowledge. And so I just begin to pray and then you know, a day went by and and I had I had good days and I you know, I didn't miss out on anything, but I just said, Lord, you know, there's I just need to be refreshed and so I prayed that. And each day i just reminded him again lord i need to be refreshed anyway to make a long very long story short um it was about three months later and i was at church i was worshiping god in the worship service and and god just opened up his heart to me and he just showed me uh in a fresh and a new way how powerful his love was and so It was it was amazing and it was it was refreshing and it it encouraged me. I knew it was powerful. I I could only stand about three seconds of it, maybe four. And it was so overwhelming, so powerful it was but it was wonderful. And and to this day when I need to I feel a little bit tired or down or discouraged, I go back to that experience and I remember what uh, what he said to me I remember what he did for me and uh, and my emotions began to change so why did they change they changed one because I went back and uh, experienced uh, or I remembered remembered the truth that he had given me and and then he opened up uh, my heart to, to feel that and my emotions began to change because I believed the truth I meditated on it and I walked in it with him and so um it's a process that we learn as we go through our as we go through our life but if we will take the time to uh, believe god and what he says and you got to be reading the scriptures you got to receive because you don't if you don't know what he's promised you you don't know what you have um if somebody comes to you and say listen i have a million dollars for you and i'm gonna go put it in the bank and all you need to do is go down to the bank and show them your id and they'll give you a, a checkbook and credit cards and everything else the money is yours and you can do what you want to with it and so you'd say well hey that's really wonderful i'm glad but if you never went to the bank and you never walked in by faith and never showed them your ID then the money wouldn't be available to you Wouldn't you do any? wouldn't do you any good uh, and that's the way the scriptures are the scriptures are God's promises to us of what he'll do for us and if we don't if we don't search them out and if we don't look for him if we don't apply them, if we don't receive them or accept, uh, accept them then we'll we'll never enjoy the benefits of what God has promised and it's not, just, it's not just about receiving things, but it's about knowing him and having a relationship with him. In that relationship that I cultivate with him, uh, I find that my needs are taken care of. And, and my emotions are going to flow accordingly to those things that he says are true about me. And even when I feel bad, I can begin to quote the scripture, stand on what the scripture is told, and the Holy Spirit within me will begin to help me change what I'm feeling. And I, but it's something that I have to do. Uh, otherwise, my other choice is just to hear what the enemy is saying, and he'll lie to me all day long. And if I meditate on that, then I'm going to. I'm going to accept that as truth, and accepting that as truth, then my emotions are always always will be uh, churning and, and fearful and angry and, and mad and and all of the other things that can come up. And so, um, there's a lot here, and I'll just go over it real quickly one more time. Uh, we believe the truth. We meditate on the truth. And we can speak the truth knowing that uh, remembering uh, those principles God is good and everything he has for me is good. Uh, Remembering what Jesus did on the cross. Uh, He paid for my sins and he took care of me. And that we have the Holy Spirit within us to guide us and to give us those things that we need from God. And that we can come to God uh, boldly into His throne room. We can come to God and know that we can have His wisdom. We come to God and know that we can experience His love. Uh, we come to God because, and thank God for the gifts that He's given us and the power of the Holy Spirit within us, enabling us to experience. Uh, Who he is, his love, his joy, his peace, his patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, and self-control. And it all comes out of a relationship with him, walking with him. My best friend is the Holy Spirit. Your best friend is the Holy Spirit. He won't forsake you. He won't leave you. He won't leave you. He won't go away. And whatever God has promises, he makes things available. And I've learned in my walk with the Lord is that sometimes I see an immediate result from my prayers. And I see immediate change in my emotions. Sometimes you know, I waits a little bit, and then He gives me the answer. But I always know that He'll answer me. And I always know that He will accomplish what He says He's going to do. And so I can rest in those things. And so resting in God's truth is a part of uh, my emotions being stable and that's what we do we get up and do that on a day-to-day basis uh, we trust God for who he says he is and he's good we remember what Christ accomplished on the cross we walk with the Holy Spirit as we go through our day knowing that he is lives within us and he can give us what we need to accomplish what we need to do through the day and so when the enemy comes and lie comes and lies to us we first of all recognize it as a lie that we don't have to believe it and that our emotions <clears throat> don't have to go down that pathway we we confront the enemy and say no that's a lie what i want to do is i'm going to, i'm going to resist you i'm drawing near to god and i'm going to believe what god has told me and god will tell you what he wants to tell you he's wonderful about talking to you just got to come and uh, and ask him to you know share with you and he'll use the scriptures he'll use sermons he'll use songs uh, but he will speak to you and I remember a time when I was kind of discouraged that I was asleep and I remember being asleep and I woke up and I heard my name he called me by my name and he said and I, said, and I looked around and I was in the room and there was nobody in there. And, and then the Lord spoke to me he said, he said, I know you both. He said, I know your name. He just reminded me how much he loves me and takes care of me. Anyway, uh, that's a lot, but it works. And it, they walk and it, it keeps our emotions in contact uh, with our Lord Jesus Christ. And we find that, He will uh, stabilize those things within us because what he wants us to walk in in on a day-to-day basis is his love, his joy, his peace. And he wants our mind to be uh, patient, good, kind, long-suffering, all of those things. And when we allow his life to flow through our life, then we experience all of that. Any questions?
0: Well, I was going to say that. That is a lot, Robert. That is a lot, the, huh? but it goes, that is a lot. But it goes back to knowing Christ yeah. and getting to know him better. Yeah. And the, more, the closer you get to Christ, the more truth you have, and the truth shall set you free.
1: truth sets you free, and you just feel better. Yeah. And you think better. And yeah. so it all be it all begins and ends in that relationship and walking with him
0: uh- w- Would you say a prayer for some of those that maybe even don't know Christ yet?
1: absolutely be glad to do that. Father, we just come to you and if anyone is listening that doesn't know you, Father, we know that they're they're struggling in their in their heart that they don't have your peace they don't have your love they don't have the things you've promised know what they're struggling with is the sin nature that is within them and so they're not content and they don't have the things that would make them content and so we just pray that you will speak to their hearts and reveal to them what you want to do and that is to forgive their sins to come into their hearts and to take all of that all of those negative things that are there and to turn it and make it right and that they will experience a relationship. They will experience uh, your love and that they may know you. And so we just ask that you will uh, speak to their hearts um, and father, just show them that this is truth and that this, this is real and that they can know you. And when they confess their sin before you, and when they ask you to come into your heart, then you will, you will do what you've promised, and that is, is to come into their heart, forgive their sin, and give them eternal life. And we ask those things in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Wow. Uh, I just wanted to bring up that in the coming months, we're going to be putting your uh, counseling into Spanish, so, so I'm excited about that.
1: That's awesome, that's wonderful and, and and what I'm talking about is in in the counseling session in the counseling session I would say do, this is the exchange life principle. what we're doing is giving our life to the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're taking his life and it just it opens up all the doors that God wants to uh, to us to have open to us so that we can uh come into his presence that we can walk with him that we can have relationship with him that we can know him and that we can uh that we can be blessed because the enemy took that away from us and he came to destroy what the enemy took away and to and to restore that and give us back more than what we can do on our own
0: Okay, well, I think okay. we may t- entitle this tonight, The Truth So Set You Free. So we, we thank you for this time. And this is for real cuff radio. This is Sandra, and this is a wrap.
1: Thank you, Sandra. And Julie.
0: Thank you, Bobby. Blessing.